As featured in the November 2023 issue of Men's Health magazine, To Catch a Con Man is the very intimate and detailed true story of exposing one of the most prolific and successful serial con men to operate in the Midwest. A career con man who was able to get away with scamming and stealing in and around the suburbs of Chicago for more than 40 years. What's even more interesting is that he had never been arrested in Illinois for running his scams, some that date as far back as the 1980s. If there is a living devil and evil on this earth, it is him. To Catch a Con Man is brought to you by Studio 847 in Long Grove, Illinois. Could a hundred grand sustain my life? It couldn't even come close. So, so listen to me. If I was going to be in some sort of a con, scam, conniving thing, it'd be for millions. It wouldn't be for $100,000. Listener discretion is advised, as some of this programming contains language and content that might be offensive to some listeners. In Episode 2, Cloaked in Anonymity... A plan to take down Ricky Dugo was initiated, and Adam started to go on the offensive to change the narrative. Have you ever wanted to listen in on a secret conversation, one that you know you should never be allowed to listen to? Maybe it's time for Adam to flip the script and go completely out of his element in this next episode called The Trick. Join me on this adventure to catch a con man. This is Adam Albin. I had decided two days ago that I was going on the offensive. And today I would attempt to do something I had never done before. I had been researching Illinois two-party consent law for a recording to be lawful. The law states very clearly that it is illegal to record a private conversation in Illinois unless all parties have given consent. It is a criminal offense to use any device to record communications, whether they are wire, oral, or electronic, without the consent of everybody taking part in the communications. However, there's one exemption allowing surreptitious recording if a party has reasonable suspicion that another party to the conversation is committing is about to commit or has committed a criminal offense against the person or a member of his or her immediate household, and there is reason to believe that evidence of the criminal offense may be obtained by this recording. This exemption requires a subjective suspicion that criminal activity is afoot and that this suspicion is objectively reasonable. This exemption is listed under 720-ILCS-5-14-3-I of the Illinois State Statute. I will now read to you what that law states. Section I. Recording of a conversation made by or at the request of a person, not a law enforcement officer or agent of a law enforcement officer, who is a party to the conversation under reasonable suspicion that another party to the conversation is committing, is about to commit, or has committed a criminal offense against the person or a member of his or her immediate household. And there is a reason to believe that evidence of this criminal offense may be obtained by this recording.
Since Dugo had failed to deliver on his promise of completing our deal for Apple iPhones, and the fact that he had my money, and I felt like he was yanking my chain for almost three months now, I was going to record a phone call and try to bait him into admitting he had my money and demand he return my $18,700 he stole. I knew he was focusing his efforts on finding out who was behind this very public attack. And like I had intended to divert his attention away from me by using specific locations in the Facebook posts, he thought he knew who the culprit was. You will hear me saying that I have been forwarded information about him in the early seconds of this recording. I was merely conning the con man so he would not suspect that I was behind this attempt to take him down and stop his nefarious ways. Most of the audio has never been heard in public before. I had prepared to use the Bluetooth audio in my car, where I used an unregistered iPhone set up to record this conversation. Listener discretion is advised, as some of this audio contains content that might be offensive to some listeners. It was real and in the moment, and it will give you insight into what it is like to confront this sociopath in Ricky Dugo. Yo! What's up? Sorry, man, I was choking on a, um, uh, my breakfast biscuits. Um, I get it, I get it. Yeah, man, so um, I was forwarded some information, and... Um, yeah, I already, know, buddy. I already know about that stuff. I don't care about it. I don't care what you do with it. It makes no difference to me. It's slander. I went to the Vernon Hills Police Station. I have a police report. Um, I know just the kid who started this whole nonsense. He's a fucking kid. You want to know how you can figure out he's a kid, Adam? You're a pretty smart guy. You want to know what else he posted on besides Facebook? The dirty you know what the dirty is? Um, I don't, but I've read the article. And I just want right. to, you know... That's re- all that makes no difference to me, and here's why. I'm going to be honest with you, Adam. If I called you and said, I heard you were born a female and you knew you weren't, how much would you want to talk about it? I can't... Here's the thing. The deal that, that I was in um, is sensitive at the, at the least matter, okay? So... Because I got a disgruntled guy that wants to go out now and put this bash on and listen to the funny shit, like, meaning stuff that you know that they don't know, how you know they don't know it if it wasn't posted, okay? I'm going through a divorce. That's why there were moving trucks by my house. But they want to put it like, oh, rented or moving trucks by his house. Oh, those are bullshit. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to reach out to idiots and be like, there was a moving truck because I'm getting divorced. And obviously, if me and my wife have to split, things have to be separated and whatever. I'm not getting into that shit with these people, nor do I give a shit. But I'll tell you what, the guy who posted it, I know who it is. But the guy who posted it is in a lot of trouble because, one, I have a lot of, lot of, lot of high up friends and close friends. Two, I was brought to the right detective yesterday that's close to the prosecutor's office, and it's illegal to start a Facebook page in my name. Not only that, he started it in my name and then sent friend requests to people as if I was sending friend requests to people. All that's illegal. Then slander comes into play, not to mention I have a family that, quote-unquote, they're putting in danger. So 
uh, the police are, as we speak, working on one, they'll get a hold of Facebook and let them know that this is illegal. Then they'll backtrack at the IP address and find this guy. And then when they find him, uh, his nickname, part two of how you should have known this was a bunch of bullshit, his nickname is Slapdown Jones. Listen, uh, whatever. I mean, at this point, man. Well, it's not whatever. Well, it is whatever because I need to call you, Rick. So I know, but so I'm gonna make. I'm gonna put it to you real easy, Adam. You're more than welcome. Jump on board with them. Let's see where that goes. Or don't. How about that? How about how about you give me my money back? I mean, that's. How about don't talk to me like I'm sick because I'm not gonna take it. How's that sound? Well, I mean. That's really not going to work. You know, you owe me $18,000, and I, I, I took it out of my fucking kids, you know, their savings. Um, I'm, like, shaking right now, Rick. Um, you're shaking because you read something nonsense from some fucking kids that are going around trying to slander something. Let me ask you something, Adam. If there was real, why do you have to put it on Facebook? Um, I, I, I have no idea, man. Um... You know, okay, well, I, I have an idea. Because if somebody has something real, they go to the police. They don't go to Facebook. Right. Okay. Um, well, it's definitely, I hate to say, it's got my attention. And uh, well, then, then I mean, okay. I'm in a position, you know, right now where, you know, uh, I'm out. You know, I gave you everything I had. You know, I want my money back. And, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, you can be cool and calm and collected, but... I'm freaking out right now. Uh, I've been freaking out, and I've tried to be, you know, like, you know, tried to be like this pal to you. Um, but uh, you know, there. It sounds like you know, there's a lot of other people, and, and I mean, <laughs> because they say so. Hold on. All I know is there's one other person that doesn't like me. Doesn't even have to be involved with this. He'll be like, yeah, he's piece of shit. He owes me five hundred too. Because the first post was that they're gonna start a class action. Well. Class action means people think they can jump in and get money. Except it doesn't work that way. But they're going to find that out. I just want my money back, Rick. How do I get my money back? How do I get I'm my gonna, money back? Don't, don't talk to me about this nonsense is the first way. And, and I'm telling you this. Every person, this detective comes back to me with a name that, of who's involved, who emailed, who got involved with, with contacting this kid or anything, I wouldn't give them 14 cents back, not one day in my life. I see. Whoever name pops up will not get 14 cents from me, and that is on my kid's life. Anybody trying to stick it to me, then that's the way this game is going to go. You want to be my friend, quote unquote, um, Rick, or I've, my acquaintance? Rick, I was. Let me finish. No, or I'm my not, acquaintance? You know what? I'm not going to let you finish because. You well, talk. you're not going to fucking talk to me like I'm a piece of shit either, Adam. You owe me fucking money, and I want it back. What do you back. think, I'm a punk? You talk to me like I'm a punk? I'm not a punk. I want my money, Rick. You're a old man. Right. Okay. Well, I mean... I'm in the middle of a conversation. You're going to say I'm not going to let you finish like I'm some kid? It's because you talk. You talk and talk and talk, and like, and I'm done with it, man. I mean, like, just tell me you're going to give me my fucking money back. That's all I want. That's all I want. You've already heard that from me. How many more times do you want to hear it? Oh, fuck. Fuck. I cannot you believe it. You just asked me a question I and I answered it, I, and then you don't like the answer. I am so, like, like embarrassed that I got myself into something like this. It, 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 it fills me with shit.
listen, I, this isn't okay. gonna. This conversation isn't gonna go anywhere. Um, it's not gonna go where I want it to go. So, um, I'm where hang- you want it to go is get your money back. I'm telling you, I'm gonna try this one more time, Tom, as an acquaintance of yours. You will 100% get anything you give into me back. When? What's the, let me finish, please. Okay. What's not going to happen is I'm not going to speak about the contents of it for your good and mine. Because if your name comes up, I'm going to say what it is that you were trying to do, and you're going to say what it is I was trying to do, and then they can decide what they want to do with it. Or you can just stay out of little kid nonsense like I'm staying out of it. The second I heard it, Adam, I just went to the police, period. And I made a police report about it. And I gave them all the information I've heard and I know. And they said clear as day. If you can get a deal on an appliance or something and you give somebody that offer and they give you money and the deal falls through, they can either sue you they can call the police and see what the police say. If the police can't file charges, which they cannot, they can sue you. If they don't want to sue you, they are not legally allowed to slander you and start a Facebook page in your name. That's exactly what the police told me yesterday. Now, I'm telling you, I'm not trying to put you in either category. I'm not trying to say, hey, it was a deal gone bad, you're not going to get your money, or that you're out trying to talk shit about me. I'm just saying a lot's happened to me in the last fucking month. Divorce. I'm in a new place. I have my kids. It's fucking hard because of these people talking all the shit. Is what made this deal bad in the first place? So, so as so as my friend, I'm telling you, yes. And I have to do a lot of rewinding and reversing of different things to get you back what is owed to you by me. Okay. That's all. I just need to. Obviously, tread water because these people are talking a bunch of shit. Do you agree? I have no idea, Rick. All I know is, uh, you know, I'm getting blasted about stay away from this guy. You know, have you seen this? And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like now, you know, it's this is my livelihood, man. I work hard for my money, you know. Me and, and you both, buddy. Just because they post shit that I don't, me and you both. Uh, they can sure. Can I tell you one more thing, please, because you're an intelligent man? Please, one more. Will you think about this for a minute? Sure. The, the last post said, the last post said, oh, uh, it's a hundred grand between here and Missouri, okay? Adam, do me a favor. To, to stop the argument or even the conversation, let's say that that's true. It is not. But let's say it is, okay? Could a hundred grand sustain my life? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I don't think it could. Um, it couldn't even come close. Right. So, so listen to me. If I was going to be in some sort of uh, con, scam, conniving thing, it'd be for millions. It wouldn't be for $100,000. So, I get it. These guys that are putting this up are not even you. I'm saying they're not even to your status. I know who they are. So, it's easy for people to go, oh, shit, this is a bad guy. Stay away from him. I read this thing. I get it. And I'm sorry you read it. And I'm sorry this guy did this. I'm sorry for me. I'm sorry for you. I'm even sorry for him because he is out a little bit. He is, he is out a little bit. But he shouldn't have done this because he would never get anything. I understand. Where, where he would have before. Some, some, some no, it's okay. Where he, he would have before, Adam. So I'm trying to be as transparent to you as I can without just creating any more drama to the situation. I'm now backing this down to 
Adam, you hooked me up. I owe you money. I'm going to get it back to you. I need to do a little bit of quality control here for a day or two just to see where these police find and when they talk to him and, and get posts taken down. Then I need to rewind some things where people will be nervous. When that's rewound, they'll give me money they owe me, for lack of better words, that I will give right to you. I don't need your money. I don't want your money. I wanted something else to happen. Because that didn't happen, you're going to get your money back. Every dollar. And the only way that don't happen, and this is just me being honest, is the police call me and go, yeah, this, that. And this Adam also is saying, then I'm like, okay, well, then they can all stay on the same side. I'll stay on my side. I I don't think I'm going to hear that. And I never thought about it for a second, to be honest. Yeah. Well, I I would assume that you thought I was probably going to call you, you know, and and be a little fired up. Because you're a little little older, like me, you know, not not a kid, and, and I think you're t- intelligent. I truly do. I kind of thought you would see it the way I did when I first saw it. Like, what a bunch of idiots. But it's okay. I get it. You I mean, maybe if I were in your shoes on the other side of the stick, maybe I'd have looked at it different. I don't know. But um, at this point, let's just let's rewind it to, to some reality, which is I know what you gave me. You know what you gave me. It's yours. I'm giving it back to you. And I just need to, because of all this dark cloud, and I just went through a divorce, I just, things got fucking mumbled all at once. All right. So, I, it's okay. I know the stuff I, I know the stuff I have to take, and I have to rewind some things, calm some people down, and then get my money to get you your money. And when I say ASAP, ASAP is in a month, as soon as possible. Okay. And you have any questions. Rick, I'm, I'm nervous again. Or I heard this, I heard that. Please call me. Because I will keep you on the... I will never change my number. I'm not going anywhere. I will make sure you know. I'll let you know where I moved. Buddy, I'm, I don't think of you as not a friend. These other people, I don't give a shit if they think I'm in Indiana. It makes no difference to me. Okay. So you can call me anytime, man. To me, you're my friend. I, I understand why that will wind you up, especially when you were already stressed about it in the first place. But I'm trying to be as straight as I can with you, uh, especially about the situation we're talking about. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I do. All right. All right I'm, I'm sorry you. that you. Yeah. I'm sorry you got upset, man. And, and then let's talk soon. All right. Catch you later, man. Bye. That was some fucking bullshit. There are only three moments where Dugo is telling the truth. He says, "Whomever is behind this will never receive 14 cents back from me." He mentions he already went to the Vernon Hills Police Department to file a complaint, saying it is illegal to start a Facebook page in someone else's name. What I think is the most important part of this recording is when Dugo states details on a hypothetical. If he was conning, conniving, scamming, it wouldn't be for $100,000. It would be for millions. That piece of the conversation has been etched into my brain. If you notice, Rick is well-polished, well-studied. He is ready for any objection from me, talking in circles, interrupting me, trying to steer the conversation. Part of the conman mentality is always being prepared and in charge. Have a well-rehearsed script for any twist and turn. In this conversation, You will feel his voice and power coming through your speakers. His goal is to frustrate and deflect and keep me 
on the hook. He wants me to believe in him. He tries to test my loyalty, daring me to pick a side. He offers warnings and threats, then follows those with false reassurances, trying to mitigate my concerns, playing the victim as someone is out to get him. He is baiting me to pick a side. Am I with those that are talking shit about him? Or am I by his side as his buddy and will stick with him? At this point, the entire recording where Rick thinks he has the upper hand was planned and staged by me. Oh no, Rick, I am not on your side. Little do you know, I am the one who is executing this master plan to finally take you down. I am conning the con man. One of the highlights of this call is where Rick says he went to the Vernon Hills Police Department and filed a police report. To understand how sociopathic this man is, you need to know that he actually did go in person to the Vernon Hills Police Department. His complaint was someone had opened a Facebook page in his name and was spreading disinformation and lies that he was a con artist. He told the police that someone was slandering his good name, and he wanted their help in finding out who was behind it. So let's get this straight. This lifetime con man, this lifetime criminal, goes to the Vernon Hills Police Department to tell them someone is pretending to be him and telling the community he is a con man and thief. This is simply incredible to me. You know, what kind of balls does this guy have? You know what kind of balls it takes to do that? Dugo is a poster child for the sociopathic personality. He shows no regard for right and wrong and or having any sort of feelings for anyone else. He lacks zero empathy for the crimes he commits and doesn't possess a single moral fiber in his being. The Vernon Hills Police Department validated that Ricky Dugo filed his complaint around May 31st, 2018. On the evening of June 3rd, 2018, I drove to that same Vernon Hills Police Department and filed mine. In the early afternoon of June 3rd, 2018, I called the neighbor of Rick's from Greg's Landing and asked if he would meet up with me to compare notes and to collect data points. I wanted his buy-in and I'm working with me to take Ricky Dugo down. He agreed to meet. And so on one hot summer afternoon in early June 2018, I finally put a face with a name. We sat outside. I drank a six-shot all-iced no-water Americano, and we instantly bonded over our Dugo debacles. Scott and I didn't know that we shared some mutual friends. I found him to be very smart and straightforward in our conversations. He was trying in the background to gather information. He conceded that I beat him to the punch and the profile page was working and putting pressure on Rick. Scott was also a great note taker and made sure like me to keep every text message. And he also created an Excel spreadsheet of his entire timeline, a jackpot of details and information for sure. Rick and his family had infiltrated the neighborhood Flamingo Friday parties where each month one of the neighbors would host a little soiree. Rick waited many months before he pitched his electronics at a discount scam. What Scott and six neighbors all came to realize in the days after the Facebook expose is that 
Rick would pull them aside individually and offer them an exclusive opportunity to buy appliances and TVs and anything Apt Electronics carried. Scott went on to detail that in July of 2017, they were at a Flamingo Friday night party, and Dugo approached and pitched him the deal. Scott, like me, was wary at first, but Dugo repositioned the offer. If he didn't need anything, he could invest in the large TV deal that Rick was doing for one of his buddy's restaurants. Rick promised to pay him a three times return on his investment. Scott thought about it and eventually took Dugo up on his offer. Over a few weeks in July and August of 2017, Scott gave Rick $7,500 in cash paid up front for Rick to place and subsequently deliver this order. What he did not know at the time was that Dugo had no such connection at Apt Electronics. Dugo again makes incessant excuses, stringing Scott along for more than a year, never once returning a single penny to Scott and or the other six Greg's Landing neighbors. All scams identical in nature. In my estimation, there are more than 300 Ricky Dugo con victims out there. I personally have a list of over 100 men and women that have trusted this man and lost millions of dollars too. I have coined a phrase for it. It's called being dugoed. Have you ever been scammed? Have you ever been dugoed? What started out as a victim's list in a small notebook has grown into a very large spreadsheet that still to this day is being added on to. My work here is not done. If you are or know of a Ricky Dugo scam victim, please email me at condbyrick at gmail.com and I will be more than happy to hear your story. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Episode 3, The Trick, where you heard the con man spinning his web of lies and deceptions. Dugo says in his own words, if he was in fact a scammer and con man, it wouldn't be for $100,000, it would be for millions. Why would Ricky Dugo say that? And was he planting a potential seed or giving us a clue into his sociopathic mind? If you're fascinated by this story, please tell your friends and family about it. Together we can change the narrative and make sure the Ricky Dugos of this world are put on notice. On the next episode of To Catch a Con Man, Adam attempts to open a case with the authorities. Has he done enough investigating for the police to take him seriously? He plans on writing a personal letter with the hope of garnering attention, firing the first salvo of allegations and telling truths.